Coming to you from the Vow Exchange in Kansas City, Missouri. This is Catherine. And this is Amy. And you are listening to the I Do Rescue Podcast. Hello, welcome back to I Do Rescue, everybody. Uh, episode 18. Hello, welcome back. And this is Catherine Hogan. And this is Amy Rizzo. And, and we are the podcast that for planning a wedding, but... Oh, yeah, but for questioning the whole darn thing. That's it. Hold <laughs> now, we have a couple of guests with us today. Yes. So today we have... Oh, we're doing this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> right, right. So today we have um, uh, our good friends, uh, Jessica and Greg. It's at least like five or six years. So I think after we got married is when we became friends. So that's why you weren't at the wedding, though. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's right. And because um, we were friends as a result of um, my good friend, Lindsay, whom I used to work with at Hallmark. Yeah. Yes. And then we have Greg here. Hey. Our handsome debonair, Greg. <laughs> he always cleans up nice for our parties. I really always appreciate your dress. But today you look like a bum. No. <laughs> Like no, you look awesome. You've got Greg a really has, nice rugged beard. No, yeah, Greg is sporting the perfect like casual. He's got, got a like face the, for radio. He's got like the, the what? <laughs> a face for no, but you do. You've got like the flowy hair. It's like it's like this like very trendy kind of not short, not long, not in between. You know, the nineties are back. And yeah, I think my no, hair it looks is good. Trying desperately. Yeah, we were just re-looking at our wedding album for this podcast, and um, and it's funny. I look almost exactly the same seven years later, and Greg looks like a completely different person because seven years ago he was kind of rocking sort of a like a NASA nineteen fifties, really clean cut. He had the brow rim glasses. Now he doesn't wear glasses, and his hair's grown out. And sort he has of a like beard. Matthew <laughs> McConaughey between movies, right? gaining some weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that it's is funny. so exactly yeah. right <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I, and I, maybe I don't know how far back this goes this transformation because I have only met Greg one time at a Halloween party which is not always the best it was kind of dark and there well, was a lot right. of, I mean, it's, always, of it's not the best involved. gauge for like that's right. what this person looks like every day you know because I believe I had on like some pretty dark makeup wasn't uh, the best look so i probably look hopefully look a little healthier today <laughs> <laughs> it was like a zombie party it was uh, it was a zo- the theme was zombie prohibition or something yeah like right that. right yeah. right <laughs> yeah and you what looked very it? dapper I forget what it was it was but you didn't like have a beard that, yeah. at that point I, I had like a cute a cute name for the party i forget what i called it shit i can't Spook think of it easy spooky easy thank you for remembering Spook easy that's it <laughs> it was <laughs> Yeah, we're those like insufferable idiots who come up with these you know cutesy little names oh for our, our our hybrid so, theme parties. Okay, you guys were having a conversation and we were, so I, I'm pausing, but I want to get yes. back with with Greg. Did you have a beard at Halloween? I think I did. Yeah, I've had a beard for several years. Really? That's so weird. I, my my, maybe it just were you dressed more of the of the period with your hair slicked back? I think my hair I w- my hair was slicked back and I had a tuxedo on, and it's amazing what you can get away. with. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. There was, was a little bit more nice of shoes a, and a, a little, yeah, yeah, a little didn't more get away with anything. <laughs> you look very rugged today. Not a, and and uh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I keep saying that. Like. <laughs> I was gonna. Okay, so Amy, actually, Greg looks like a Disney prince. That's what I've been telling people too. <laughs> I I feel like he looks like a blonde Prince Eric with his yes. like wavy. I mean, yes. if you remember I Ariel, totally like agree the with Little this. Mermaid, yeah. he's got great Prince Eric hair. Only it's kind of dirty blonde, and he has a, a beard that's coming. Well, I love it. I'm and so I, I I'm so into Not it. enough men, my personal opinion. 
Not enough men let their hair grow out. I, I do not personally care for the high and tight. I like, I mean, <laughs> regarding <laughs> hair. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like, I like, <laughs> but, you know, wave, natural waves. It reminds me of Andy Romero's hair. Okay. Right? Oh. I always kind of like, or Shane, my brother Shane's yeah, got yeah. wavy. Like, let all it grow. All people who all our listeners have never met before have no <laughs> idea what they look like. <laughs> Maybe they have. For our friends of Shane and Andy Romero. So, there you go. <laughs> So, but yeah, so we have uh, Jessica and Greg today, and uh, and not only was Jessica and Greg, you know, friends of ours, but Jessica is uh, actually both of you guys are incredibly yep. musically talented. So it's kind of like my like my favorite like like your like my favorite human p- human party trick that you guys do because like you're <laughs> so good. Like they actually play in a band, uh, Cowtown Country Club. Did I get that right? Yes, and I still I haven't even yeah Cowtown. Oh. Oh yeah, CowtownCountryClub.com. We're we're local Kansas City band, so check us out. Western swing, classic country. You know, and I I still haven't been to a show. I feel like the worst friends ever. How's up? I've been to her other shows. He can sing Prince the all the way up oh, there. It is so amazing. I know, and I'm a big. He fan. does he does Kiss Prince when he does it. It's so if good. Can, if you if you can fall falsetto, you can print, do Prince and Beck. And yes, there's a lot of possibility. Greg can yeah, hang in there. It's so amazing. <laughs> there's a lot of they have a lot, but collectively between the two of them, there's yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, okay, so we have we have some shows coming up in uh, June. Like we're playing at Old Shawnee Days, which is an annual festival in Shawnee, Kansas, and um, we just played up in Lansing for one of their annual festivals. Um, Briar and Fest, Briar up Fest up coming up. So a lot of those kinds of things, like community festivals and stuff like that too. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's been really fun. So, so like these guys are like legit and stuff. Like they don't just <laughs> pl- they don't just. Pl- they don't just play like in their basement, like. And I don't know. I, maybe I missed this, but they, these lovely people are married to one another. Yes. Yeah. We, we, say have, that? we haven't <laughs> talked about our, our, our topic yet. There no, is a reason they're here. But today. I did want to mention <laughs> that they're not just, just they're said not it. just random people that <laughs> happen to be amazing <laughs> yes. singers and friends. Yes, they, they are, are married are, together. Yes, they are married they are, to also. They are married together, not apart. We are married together. They are married together. They're married, but to other people. No, they are married. There's there's the title right there. Married together. Married together. Um, so yeah, so uh, and in addition to the talented music uh, musical acumen, uh, Jess was actually my singing teacher. So I was late in life picking up a new skill, learning how to you know flex those vocal cords. Although I'm so out of practice, I will not even demonstrate, um, and I will spare the public on An this. Adult but adult onset musician. Yes, I'm a adu- yeah, late <laughs> late adult set on <laughs> musician. That's so perfect. That's exactly right. But Jessica and I always and I always brag about this because it's my favorite thing I've done like past 35. Like I can't say in my 30s now because I'm 40 now. <laughs> so past 35 is my favorite thing. I like I opened a business and that was pretty great. But learning how to sing was way better. I'm sorry, it really was. Okay, and I am not saying this just because you invited us to be on your podcast, <laughs> but and I because I have told other people this, but um, you were my favorite voice student. So, it, so Catherine seriously was my favorite voice student because every time, so I, I, if you're a music teacher out there or a teacher in general, coach or whatever, you're probably thinking to yourself like, how do I get these damn kids to practice, right? Catherine, every time she'd come to a lesson, she was like, well, I sang for four hours every day and I'm really starting to feel like I'm getting that thing that we talked about last week. And I was like, thank you. Finally, a student who practices. <laughs> so yes, Catherine, you were actually my favorite voice students so i'm glad you know about the Aww. hogan house karaoke was <laughs> yes. that yeah so, that's and, and, and the whole <laughs> the whole motivation for this was um i love singing karaoke and like 
and I was always so terrible. Like I was like the courtesy clap, you know, singer, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> where the slow courtesy clap or like she tried, you know, and I said, you know, God, how great it would be to sing a karaoke song and not be the worst person in the room. Like not the best, but not the worst to actually be like, because every time somebody gets up to sing karaoke, you're always kind of like, okay, are they going to be really, they're either going to be really good uh, or really bad. And sometimes you're kind of surprised. You're like, I did not expect that person to be that good. And I'm hoping to at least be that. So, and, and I feel like I actually did get there. And, um, and then also to learn to sing my theme song, my high school theme song, which is, Really, really. I'm wearing my Queensryche necklace today. Actually, it just so happened to me, which is my my favorite. Yeah, my theme song as of high school was Jet City Woman, and so um, it's like a yeah super nerdy metal band, and yeah, she taught me how to sing it, and I actually can sing it. Which it was funny too, because it's like this Queensryche heavy metal song, and I found the sheet music of it online because I was like. I like a piano studied reduction. opera. I don't know. I've never even heard of this band. I'm like, here what is it? It's Queensryche. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm like, well, maybe there's some sheet music so that I can learn the song myself. Because otherwise, I was like, I don't know how we're gonna have these lessons. So that was really fun too. <laughs> Off topic, but really fun. Oh my god! But it's for real. It, and like, so like, it's my favorite. It's so great to be able to sing it. And then, um, so yeah, we we hook up karaoke here at home. Although our equipment has been. Um, not functioning properly so it's been a quiet several months at the Hogan house but it used to be we used to call it Hogan house karaoke and I'd post about it on Facebook and like I'd tag it like it was a bar you know like like Catherine is at Hogan house karaoke it's just me in my living room singing you know by myself with a really strong drink or two or three so that's just Tuesday at our house yeah yeah. yeah, we we named our house also because when we throw parties, we want to be able to tag people at the um, at the Brush Creek Yacht Club. That's that's when oh you my come God. to our house. <laughs> and sometimes when we invite people over, we'll have the destination be the Brush Creek Yacht Club. Please invite me over for the next Brush Creek Yacht Club. <laughs> I'm having some serious FOMO over here. My goodness, that sounds amazing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway, so I say, uh, Amy, are we ready to get into our topic? Uh, yeah, I am. I okay, mean, yeah. If, if, if they, if these folks if they, are. I'm sure they will be. Yeah. yeah. So so we're it. here to talk about, um, so the topic today is people who have small or understated weddings. So, uh, you know, the, the sort of the gold standard again over the last, I don't know how many decades is to have this large, lavish event and invite you know, everyone from every corner of your life, you know, a, your, your third cousin twice removed, I don't know, you know, and, and, and their grandma and, and best friend and, and, then, and then some. And then you end up with this really padded guest list and you don't end up being able to talk to those folks. So that's kind of been the mode of weddings for, for the longest time. And I think we want to focus today on those couples who chose to have a smaller affair where it was you know, much smaller uh, in terms of like people who would fit in just a small room um, or who people who just just decided not to do the big, crazy traditional wedding with all the traditions and all the trimmings, as it were. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're yeah. going. No. You're going. Yeah, yeah. Go, go. So that's what we're. So and we, I wanted to invite Greg and Jessica um, to. Uh, I just wanted to interview them because these this here is a real life. Th- these people here that you cannot. <laughs> this see here is real life. Living at. married people <laughs> in the wild. Married together. Married together. <laughs> so um, so they uh, so we wanted to uh, just basically bring them on and ask them all about their small wedding and and hear about you know why they chose that and and just you know kind of paint the picture for folks out there who are listening who may be thinking about having a small wedding and are kind of curious like how does that go like what you know what were the the highlights what were the you know downfalls if there were any you know we can kind of talk about that so so uh with that i want to start i have like a whole slew of questions well fire away we'd love to tell you all about it yeah let's do it so um let's see here uh first i wanted to know how long have you guys been married it will be eight years this August. Seven years. It, it's seven years. Seven years? We got married in August 2012. Yeah. Oh, seven years. <laughs> Math. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our seven-year anniversary. So that's like August. So that's like right around the corner. So I yeah. love that not only did you have a small wedding, but you had it during like an unconventional month because people, people tend to stay away from... Um, the month of August because it's so hot. Um, we had it on an unconventional month and an unconventional day. We actually got married on a Thursday night. Yes, you did, because <laughs> that's what you do. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> Love it. Um, so, and it, I guess, you know, we did that. It was actually because my brother was already going to a wedding on Saturday and we were like, we didn't really want to wait any longer. Good so we were you. like, well, we'll just do it on Thursday. Can you make <laughs> it then? Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. No, that's so great. Um, like, it's like I think about, like, the expression, like, oh, this is just a typical Thursday for me. So, like, your wedding was just like a typical Thursday, you know, just it, getting married. It was honestly kind of awesome because we, we did it, like, right at the 6 o'clock hour and people just came over and I don't know if you have any structure. Yeah, no, it's okay. Actually, that was my, literally my next question was tell us about your celebration. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh I think we, uh, we started at six o'clock and we just, it was really just a party and it wasn't like a surprise wedding or anything. We lived at the time in a 500 square foot, tiny little two bedroom apartment. Oh yeah. It was in our apartment. I think that that maybe is something that's a little unusual. So, wait, uh, did you say how many people you had there yet? 26. Wow, that's a and that's a lot for 500 square feet. My house is 1000 square feet. I can't imagine having 30 people. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. It was just, just a, a little, little bigger than this. Yeah, pretty much. We're just saying that my living room is probably uh maybe 300 square feet maybe. Maybe. Uh, and I mean, it <laughs> kind of, it was, people knew they were coming to the wedding, but it started at six and we were just there, you know, we didn't do an entrance or anything like yeah. that. And we had, um, we made snacks and we had bottles of wine open and bottles of champagne open. And so people just got a drink. And then basically once all the guests arrived and the officiant came to our house, we were like, okay, quiet, everybody, <laughs> we're going to do this, the ceremony. Um, and I brought over a wedding album so that you guys could kind of yes. look at like what it looks like. But it's pretty much, I mean, if you can imagine like you're at a house party at somebody's like relatively small apartment and people are just standing around holding their glass of wine. And I mean, it was just standing, we were just standing in a circle and we were kind of in the middle of the circle and the My officiant God, did, did the, um, this, 
the vows and we were like, I do, I do. And, um, that was it. And then we were like, okay, go back to having your snacks and drinks. <laughs> so it was great. Oh, amazing. And uh, I, now of course I'm getting, uh, what kind of snacks? <laughs> <laughs> what did we whip up? We, uh, I think we had uh, a chicken liver pate that we made. Um, some, it was a fried sage and apple and sausage uh, kind of skewer. Oh my gosh. And, I just realized uh, I haven't eaten dinner. I'm always hungry when we do the podcast. It's terrible. <laughs> Um, and I think we had some cheeses out and crackers, um, and then we got macaron, the French macaron cookies, and we did two uh, just regular cakes. Okay, so here's a quick tip. Yes. To if you are doing something really small, just go to your bakery or go to the photographers and tell them that you just are buying a, a, cake, a cake that happens to have yeah. white frosting, Yes. and um, you won't get any of the markup of yes. making it a wedding cake. Well, or if you tell the photographer, can you come and do just event photography? for yes. a party I'm having yeah. um, which is all we wanted and yes. then uh, so we ended up with some just really pretty professional sort of atmospheric um, what do you call that journalistic yes. type photos yep. um, for a really reasonable price so you know we have an entire episode uh, dedicated to the difference between when you talk about um, when you tell a vendor it's for a wedding and when you don't and what the difference is. And actually we've discovered just being in the industry that we, we call it the Ger Gerbiogo tax. It's an acronym G I B R Y O Yo Y O. Yeah. Get it right because you only get one is what that stands for. And so because when you say for a wedding and people are like, okay, so that means that this, the stakes are high. There's going to be a lot more communication needed to get it right. And there, people are usually, customers are usually wanting that extra attention, extra service because they are so um, concerned by making sure it's perfect because it's their one and only wedding day. But for folks who are like, you know what, they don't know if it's our wedding. It's just like a, you know, could be a growing away party or a graduation or any other moment and they don't know that it's a wedding and you guys are okay without having that extra and if it cake turns out kind of funky then you're fine with it then yeah then you can totally save so much money well and i mean if you're buying a cake from a professional baker it'll be fine like right. i mean how bad could it be well right? i mean <laughs> we we actually talked a lot about on this particular at one of these episodes was about um the uh cakes at costco oh. and how fabulous they are but you know what else i mean and they really are good and there's like whatever could you just I want that one off the shelf, you know, and if you're not too choosy, you can really get a good deal. You know, or else uh, Andre's. I was just thinking about Andre's. They have full size cakes and they are. I mean, come on. You can't do better than that. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> well, even like uh, Constantino's uh, downtown has this, a really lovely little bakery section. And um, we went and got a couple fancy cakes for my parents 50th wedding anniversary. And they were really pretty. I mean, so pretty. We just bought them off the shelf, and they were great. And they were small. I mean, they were very tiny, definitely not for your traditional, typical wedding, but for, um, you know, a small group of people who are celebrating. So, um, okay, yeah, So that's, but that's a good tip. I mean, it's good for folks out there listening to, like, it's like if, if you're, you know, if you're kind of relaxed about it, that you could really get a good deal just by not saying it's for a wedding. And this particular photographer, she's sim uh, since has moved out of the city, but she was kind of uh, younger, referred to us by somebody else we'd reached out to, and he wasn't available, and so he was like, but I do have my friend who is also a professional photographer, and she might be available. Um, and so she had a very reasonable rate, and then because she was 
kind of up and coming, she actually offered to do portraits for us. We weren't, Ooh. we didn't even ask for it. But yeah. when she kind of found out that it was yep. like, oh, it's actually their wedding. She said, well, do you want to just pop over to Kaufman Gardens? Because we live pretty close to there. She says, do you want to pop over there? We can do some couple photos before nice. the ceremony. So that was just a bonus. I mean, she didn't ask for more money or anything. It, I, yeah. We didn't ask for it. And we were like, okay. okay. And so we got some really great photos about that. So I don't know. I feel like if you're pretty relaxed about it, then like, kind of some things will start to fall into place. I think vendors are always almost a little bit more willing to give just a little extra more if the couples are really easygoing. Because it's sort of like we have a saying um, kind of between the walls of the vow exchange, no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> so <laughs> we we have you know found ourselves in situations where we maybe offered to do a little extra or something and then somehow the wires got crossed and the couple expected more and then we're you know, maybe not... Um, not understanding what we meant or what you know, and then then they got feelings were hurt, and <laughs> it's just like, and it's funny how like depends on it depends on the group. So if you are a really relaxed couple, then vendors feel more comfortable doing some extra stuff where it doesn't feel like it's you know everything has to be such a structured deal. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Well, that's really cool. Uh, so so typically in weddings, right? So we have like a lot of there are a lot of traditions. So there's like I mean what we talked about the cake. Um, there's a lot of like, you know, carrying a bouquet or having flowers, wearing a boutonniere. There's, um, doing toasts. There's, um, you know, walking down an aisle. I'm trying to think of some other like first dances, garter toss. Yeah. Yeah. The cutting of the cake. Um, and you know, some of those other, I'm trying to think of, you know, some of those basic or, and even just like, you know, you even just said like photography, you hired a photographer, but some folks, you know, will hire, you know, book a hall. So, Obviously, you guys skipped booking a hall and had it in your living room. Um, so what are some other, like, of those traditions that you decided to skip? Well, we had a first dance. Aw. Yeah, well, I think that's the Wait, other... Wait, to what song? Gotta know this. I don't know. What? These I don't even remember. Oh, <laughs> my God. So um, it was that, the, but that's the thing. Was it like, just like whatever was on? Yeah. Kind of thing? Oh, gotcha. we kind of, we, you know, we put on some oh, that's music cool. and we were like, Hey, someone take our, let's do a first quote, first dance. And so I think that that's kind of a, another, like you're talking about traditions. Yes. Like we kind of had some of those things, but maybe not in the, per, like not in a way, basically sort of it, or organically, you can kind of do it however yeah. you want. You can keep those things without it being a specific way. So, I mean, yeah. like we even had. Um, Greg danced with his mom and we made sure to take a photo of it. I danced with my dad and we made sure to take a photo of it. So we have these like first father, daughter, mother, son dance without it being like this whole, it doesn't have to be a whole, you don't have to have a DJ like announce and no, we would like to invite Jessica and her father up for the father, daughter dance. Well, and when you're, when your space is only 500 square feet, there's no (laughs) inviting you up. You're just already there, right? You just, you just start (laughs) doing the thing. Um, yeah. And so we, we did, yeah. cut, we did cut the cake. I mean, like we, it was like we had, someone had to cut the cake. So we, we <laughs> cut, it. Had to cut it. But, but was it a ceremonial cutting? You know, like I'm saying like oh, the yeah. tradition of, cer- you know, where it's like you're doing it together. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, it, yeah. it, again, it, the kind of the nice thing about being in an intimate space, whether you're in like your living room, like we were, or if you're in like a small event space, you know, again everybody is standing right there so when you're mm-hmm. like okay we're gonna cut the cake they all just turn and look at you <laughs> and then you're cutting the cake Love and it. then they turn back and then they eat it or you know they turn back to whatever they were doing yeah. so <laughs> i love it um and uh so what other 
traditions. I think the biggest one that we skipped is the walking. Yeah. The bridal party, the walking down the aisle. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think that, so like we were talking about in the beginning, we're mm-hmm. both performers. So we're, yes. we've already had a lot of experiences being the, the show, you know? Right. So we, that was not something that I felt like we really, either of us felt like we needed. Yeah. I don't think either of us felt like we needed it. I think for so many people, you know, the, the last time they had put on a suit was for a job interview or and the last time they put on a tux was for the prom eight years ago or whatever. <laughs> but we've yes. been wearing dress clothes like that off and on for yeah. all sorts of music gigs across the years. So th- some of those aspects, those performative aspects of like, this is fancy. I must rent a limousine. Yeah. Didn't really apply to us because yeah. we we'd kind of we were used to, to dressing up and and going to formal events. So it was more important um, for the event to be about about us and about our immediate family and friends being there. Right. And we knew it was formal. We knew, it, I mean, we, we certainly, uh, you dressed d- up, dressed yeah. up and whatnot yeah. for it. Yeah, absolutely. But we didn't have, feel like we had to make such a, make a thing of it in the same way. Right. And so that, well, I think the other thing uh-huh. too, is that we realize how stressful event planning is because mm-hmm. we have been a part of that in our professional lives. And to be honest, that was something that it's like, I wanted I wanted to have I think we both just wanted to have a nice day with our family and like Greg was saying just make it be about marking a point in time when we went from being two people living together to two yeah. people living together who are also married which I feel like is what yes. is happening in modern life that's what yes. most people are doing yes <laughs> um so so you know we knew that if a big event is stressful and why do all of that when you don't have to and you don't yes. really want to and right, right. and so and I think so for us we were used to we'd already knew what it was like to like be the show so we didn't really feel like we needed to have that we we knew how hard and how expensive and mm-hmm. how stressful it is to plan an event especially if you've never done that before yes. you go to people's weddings and this is literally the only time they've ever thrown a party for more than 20 people our our wedding and was a insane. shit show there was all kinds of things that weren't quite right because right. nobody knew like who, like because they don't know how to do it like it was like at what point do we decide it's time to walk down the aisle like i'm hidden in the back and there's really nobody in charge i think right. somebody just decided i guess we should walk down the aisle now <laughs> i yeah. think our guests probably sat there for like yeah shit, i mean like people 30 really minutes before people decide figured out it was time to start this thing people really underestimate how complex it is to be you're you're putting on a performance (laughs) and if you've never done that before then it's like stage manager so to speak yeah Yeah, so your wedding planner (laughs) Uh whoever that person is if you're at a big you know church or something like that like they do that all the time so they know but if you don't have that then it's like oh it's a enormous pain in the butt (laughs) Catherine and I uh, talked about in one of our very first episodes about how there's a little bit of a similarity um, of planning a wedding uh, to like building your own home and a lot of it has to do with just like the like the fact that you you know hiring a contractor because like how the hell would you know who to hire I mean where would you even start you know because it's like I mean especially in the wedding industry there are so many bakers there are so many photographers I mean Maybe there are a few less efficients, you know, but I mean, I mean, you literally, it's like a phone book worth of, you know, photographers. And I mean, how would you know if they're, you know, what their reputation is? Sure, you could look at their website, but it's just, so the idea would be, I mean, it's just so daunting, you know, and even for people who are in the industry and I mean, it, we still have a hard time finding photographers and we, we know photographers, you know, and sure. we know what we're looking for. So I, it's, it is, it's, it is sort of. 
it's like one of those things that you you start to realize about the world that we live in that it's like this is just how it's done but it is completely backwards (laughs) like it makes no sense to put all that pressure and that price tag on something that is you're basically having complete novices plan yeah it would yeah it would kind of be like um trying to think like an analogy of like asking somebody who absolutely knew nothing about something to do something yeah, perform, yeah, do something super expensive and it requires a lot of skill and it's your first time you've ever done it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. so, I mean, so for us, all of that, we we skipped it and could not have been happier about skipping that part of it. I feel like we did not miss anything. The other thing that is a tradition that we skipped and I could not recommend this more yes. is the whole like not seeing each other all day thing. Yeah. We were obviously at home. We woke up in our home like we always do. We spent the whole day together. We like went to the store to pick up the flowers Yay. and like we know, you know, we <laughs> You actually spent we, your wedding day together we in spent other words. a whole day together. <laughs> yeah. Getting stuff. I mean, we didn't have a lot to get ready, but we did like pick up some flowers to make some arrangements and my mom, you know, she made a really beautiful boutonniere for Greg and this beautiful fresh So she just like flower. whipped it up. Just she like, just whipped it yeah, up. She's so like no big fabulous and artistic. Well, and that notion of just kind of whipping it up and how casual that <laughs> is sounds so nice. And it, it is nice to have people like that in your family. Yes. Um, but I'm reminded, too, of photos of my grandparents getting married yeah. in, in a house or, you know, Aunt Betty getting married. And you see the photos in front of the fireplace and it's just like, oh, was that your wedding dress? Well, that was just the nicest dress that yeah. she owned when they got married. Yes. You know? And so that I was think, a tradition in the day. Right. So exactly. Mm-hmm. These traditions come and go. And so yeah. in its way, us having a, a home wedding as small as it was, was, was actually very traditional if you step away from the kind of the, the mores of the era. It depends on, yeah, it depends on what era you're speaking of in terms of what tradition is it. Yeah. Right. And it's like, what what is your wedding for? I mean, I think, too, there was a little bit of, I don't know, sometimes we are, we're really blessed to have like a lot of very easygoing friends, too, so who kind of get stuff like that. So there was less pressure to be like keeping up with the Joneses as far as yeah. that thing goes. But I don't know. I attend weddings and sometimes get the vibe of like is this just what you felt like you had to do because you're the it's fifth like a friend to get married yes. so like and they all came and to your thing and so now you have to throw the party that you went to two years ago when yes. whoever got married so <laughs> anyway I I don't know not I know. none of my friends feel certainly didn't feel any pressure to do that after coming to our wedding right oh <laughs> <laughs> well you know what's funny so when I used uh, working at Hallmark Cards one of the accounts or sort of teams I worked on was um Sincedamente which was their sort of Spanish card line and it was um reflecting the culture of of folks who are you know Latino and uh, I used to do quinceanera cards, and so I had to learn all about quinceaneras. And what's interesting about quinceaneras, they are really big and over the top, but the reason that they are is that for that family, and a lot of these families don't really have the money for a big, lavish event. In fact, they always go more all out on the quinceanera than they do even weddings. So, um, But the idea is that, that for one night, they're going to be the king and queen of their community, and they're going to treat their their community in a way that if they were king and queen, they would treat, you know, their friends and family. And, and they're going to host this lavish affair as because this will be the only time in their life that they will be able to do that. And they'll probably spend the rest of their life paying off this quinceanera. But they kind of do. But they do. And they know that. And they do it intentionally. So it is interesting that um, there is, you know, certain parts of culture uh, where the lavish event and the debt is kind of the sacrifice you make 
just to be able to have the dream for one night. Um, but anyway, but that's, you know, kind of on the opposite side. Well, and I think that's an interesting thing too. Cause like, I know, you know, obviously a lot of women want to have a, or have a, a dress idea in mind, a very fabulous dress. Yes. And so, you know, coming from being a performer and wearing a lot of like beautiful gowns and having been like costumed by people who are taking your measurements and like dressing you, that part of the experience was something that it was like, well, I, I've worn beautiful dresses. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't need to wear a. Be- I, I know how uncomfortable a beautiful dress is. I don't need to do that. <laughs> sure. So, um, so it, that didn't feel like something I needed to do. It remind what you keep saying reminds me so much of what you hear a lot of chefs say, mm. which is like, just give me a fucking burger. <laughs> you know, like I mean, Anthony Bourdain was famous for that. Like, you know, I mean, lo- lots of chefs are, but like. You know, it's yeah. I've had I've had all the sauces and the whatever reductions and whatever. No, I just just I want something really simple and basic that I feel comfortable in, or that that make you know, that that's comfort comfort yeah. food. You know, and in a way, it's like I think that it, it's a probably a similar thing, especially you know because you are in the public eye. And what I mean, this is interesting because uh, we're going to talk about celebrity uh, small weddings, and it's it is it's really I think there's you're saying a lot of things that I also noticed. Uh, in, in that in the in the trend there, you know. Well, we're we're pretty I much celebrity. I hadn't even realized that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but that's actually really funny. Kind of I hadn't connected the dot that you guys, because I I mean obviously I know that you're you know in, in the um in sort of performance music you know area and because I hadn't thought about the fact that yeah you're in a way like you live a life of a celebrity or an entertainer we should say you know that um that uh, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance that comes along with each performance and that sometimes if that's your regular life that you don't want more of that I I think that if you ever come to see one of our shows you'll see that Greg uh is is very accustomed to wearing very amazing fabulous outfits do you have bedazzled (laughs) do you have bedazzled jackets uh, yeah, I have some, uh, some bedazzled jackets. Yes. I have some things that Rhinestones are covered in gold paisley. Uh, there's a jacket that's uh, completely covered in flowers that people seem to really like. So. Oh my god! Loud, some very Again, loud, more very FOMO. fancy things. More FOMO. So that's that's pretty funny. No, that's great. I mean, the the idea of um yeah of like the pomp and circumstance and the costuming and all that. I mean, that's very wedding. Yeah, it's very true. I I will say though this. I um I think that you know that's been our experience but i also know that there are people that just don't want to be the center of attention and like they don't really like that and i guess the thing is is and we have the privilege of going to another person who did a kind of a non-traditional thing who she's like i don't really want to be a whole show and that it was so great because she also did a really small thing very you know kind of like okay we're doing the vows and then then it's done um and it totally worked so like for us that was the reason we skipped that part but i obviously the reason you could skip it could be just like you're not that into it, doing that i think yeah. a lot of people well fall i mean that category uh, could be could be honest i mean if you are having a, a, the type of wedding that i can envision myself having or i mean i'm you know ugly crying and whatever you know it's like <laughs> i don't really want anybody else around necessarily <laughs> and i i always think about this when um like it's such a big deal we get to watch people get married all the time in this space and we're hosting and it's you know we i get teared up a lot of people do and it's like you're you're watching something really like really intimate and i always liken it to childbirth and like you would not invite all these freaking people in your, you know, birthing room. This is like, too, I mean, 
co- there's obviously levels of like modesty that are involved, but still, it's like this is a this is a really important you know simple moment that should be shared with just the essential people. And I feel like there is something also just like societally weird about like performing this thing in front of like hundreds of people because it's like. I don't know. Uh, that's yeah. if, I don't know if there's an equivalent there or not, but I, I wanted to I wanted to say that. No, I think that's a really um that's a hilarious point. That's just the thought of like inviting like a gazillion people to your birth. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god, that's so horrifying. There should be more <laughs> champagne and cake though in birthing rooms, I think though. I think that's the only <laughs> the only possible That's actually to that. not a bad idea. But again, with a very intimate group around. Right, yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. Right? More champagne and more cake for yeah. those folks. That would be fucking cruel because the bride cannot drink or I'm not the bride. The mom cannot eat or drink. I was so all I th- I was in labor for 24 hours and all I could think about was the first meal I would eat as all I didn't even care about the baby. I was like, I'm starving. So, hey, this so is a hungry. different podcast. This, uh, I think you're talking about a completely different podcast. That, but this this might be a good a whole other yeah. concept, right? Yeah. The reality you, is you a have a whole spinoff about the <laughs> I almost actually think of like Amy Schumer's most recent comedy special. I don't know if you guys have seen that at all, but she's like, I think she makes a comment like, why did nobody warn me how bad this is and how much it sucks and how hard it is to be pregnant? So um, and I, you know, in this room, Amy is the only one because you guys, you know, don't have children. Mel and I don't have children, and so, um, yeah, Amy's had a had a baby. So it's like I can't, I can't even imagine like being pregnant. You know, Wait, it's funny. Hold on. Oh, God. one last woman's. I've got to make one more comment. I was this. <laughs> I handed Catherine the microphone a while back because I figured I was just going to mostly listen, but I keep thinking of things I need to say. <laughs> okay, so the, a little caveat to my little note about how, you know giving birth, you know, in private is that I because my the the father of my daughter wasn't you know involved in the situation. I had three birthing coaches, girlfriends of mine, and I got, gave birth at KU Med. So that means that we're, there were no less than 20 people in the room with me because there's like a teaching hospital. So you've got the doctor and the nurses and all that stuff, but then they've also got like, <laughs> I mean, t- 10 or 15 people just lined up against a wall just watching. <laughs> so, so that's that, like that actually truly w- the weirdest, most odd performance thing. So that ever. actually was bigger than our wedding then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was it was it was odd, you know. I mean, but at that point, it was like you know, I, like I said, I'd been in labor for a while. I was just sort of like, I don't even give a fuck, you know. Just let make it be over with. But yes, it was it was odd. I didn't. Re- I don't think I was prepared for that going into it. Yeah. So it's funny too. You were, you were saying, Catherine, yes. about um, the Amy Schumer. Why didn't anyone tell me that pregnancy was going to be so hard? And I feel like that's something else that for it's weddings, like, yeah. why don't people talk about? how what they did not like about the planning or execution experience and so I think that's another thing so like I've you guys are on the inside I mean at Vow Exchange obviously you do like a really small thing so people have a very different and it's very curated where you take care of all the details but I have also sung at a lot of weddings and been on like the other side of a lot of weddings and it's like you know you do kind of notice how honestly it just is like a lot of stress and and a lot of just kind of not being able to be in the moment because you're being shuffled around yeah Yeah, you're doing a show I mean uh, um, again unless that's something you do all the time it's really difficult to be like present but also worried about like 
what if I trip on this dress? I've yeah. never worn right. three petticoats before. Right. And you know, I yes. I mean, or even if you're a bridesmaid, you're walking down the aisle and it's like, okay, don't walk too fast. Everyone's taking my photo. Smile. But I usually don't smile when I'm walking. You know, all yeah, this stuff that's that so you true. don't even think that's, about yeah. it. And it's like why did that one bridesmaid look so mad? And it's oh like, gosh, she wasn't so mad. True. She was just concentrating like, on not, not walking yeah, too th- fast. This is not her natural element. Like right. being asked to do this. She's, she's doing this by the pure love and great, you know, <laughs> grace of the person that she's doing it for. Yeah. But, but if, if you could pay her not to do it, she probably wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, there's so many bridesmaids out there who well, I think are following that. I think that that's po- the, the other thing, the, the non-traditional thing. It's like, okay, so, you know, you want your friends to be there. Well, invite them. Like right. they don't have to be a bridesmaid to come to yeah. your event or to go on a trip together. I mean, like yeah. you can still go. Well, I didn't do it. We didn't do like bachelor bachelorette weekends or anything. But if you want to do that, but not have a huge bridal party, guess what? Yeah. You can. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. No, I love that. And I love um, I, I always enjoy um, hearing about the traditions that people skip. Um, and I think it's just a nice illustration of, again, all the different ways that weddings happen and. And sometimes the traditions are nice and they're there for a reason. We just did actually our previous podcast to this one was about toasting and how what a great tradition that is and how we should do more of that because it actually gives your guests the microphone and it's very inclusive as far as the event goes. It puts them in the spotlight, not just you. And so it allows and, and imagine like, you know, being able to, I mean, you probably remember a lot of the toasts that were given that night and who gave them and how, maybe not specifically the words, but how they made you feel like, oh my God, so-and-so told a story and it was so hilarious. I forget which, you know, or what was that one story that was so embarrassing, but it's just <laughs> so hilarious that she told that, right? Like those kinds of things can really enhance your event. Whereas other traditions are a little bit more like they're just there just because they're there, you know, and some people have fun with them, but honestly, it's, it's not, it's just adds another item on the to-do list, I think, in the prep. So Okay, so um, a couple other questions I have. Um, real quick, do you have a guesstimate as to what your celebration cost? And you can say like under 500, over 500, start there. Oh, okay. Just running through my head. I'm guessing Just it was the under 1,000. It was yeah. definitely under 1,000. I think Greg bought, Greg bought a new suit for it. Right. And so if you included the new suit cost, that might have doubled the cost of the wedding. Right. I mean, it was just, but it wasn't even that expensive that of a sense. suit, but it was, but he subsequently wore the suit. Like, you know, I don't even know how many times he wore it all the time. Yeah. Um, I, I would say maybe, maybe $500, probably under $500. Right. I, I, I suspect more than 500. Um, just because there was a little bit of, we had to get, there's wine and some food and things, but right. definitely under a thousand. Yeah. Our photographer was like $200. Love it. Uh-huh. Um, the officiant, I think, was also... Ma- uh, yeah, so probably uh, definitely under a thousand. So, like, the officiant, I think, was 150 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and, th- and my suit was the single most expensive line item at, I think, <laughs> I think like, you know, $350 at, at Macy's or something like right. that on sale. So Right. But then, yeah, this f- fantastic suit you get to wear all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we bought the wine and whatever we didn't drink that night, we just had. So. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's like we went through. You go through the the party one. You're like, okay, let's see what we have in the closet. <laughs> let's pull out the liquor cabinet. Well, and because <laughs> it was so inexpensive, um, my parents and Greg's parents, bless their hearts, were uh, flush from not having to give any money for right. the actual event. And so um, Greg's parents bought us two nights in a hotel room and a really nice honeymoon in Mexico as like a gift. There you go. Um, Now there's an idea folks out there listening when you're thinking about involving your families to help with your 
your um, your celebration. Like imagine if your parents are already kind of planning on, you know, helping it helping out with your costs. Imagine if what you could spend that on if you weren't putting it on the celebration. I mean, when you're talking about a wedding that's costing twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand I mean, dollars, good lord! Some yeah. people do down payment on a house. Exactly. Slam and honeymoon. I mean, you can you can get a wonderful vacation for a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Really nice. You probably could even make it to Europe if you play your cards right. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Could be awesome. Or at least like an all-inclusive beach resort where like it's like all you can eat and drink and all that stuff. Definitely for that. Yeah, you could do that. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. So, yeah, so not, not very much. Um, so then my next question then would be, what was your favorite part of your small celebration? Well, I think philosophically we really wanted to be married more than we wanted to get married. Yeah. So I know that feeling. I remember yeah. that, yeah. So I think that for me it was important to to mark that occasion just with all of our family and friends there. So... Um, I'm really glad that um, it well no it wasn't it wasn't plan a oh do you want to tell that part okay so so our very small wedding was actually a bigger wedding than what we had originally oh thought we really were gonna do. you were going to be like a wedding for two like courthouse yeah. thing right yeah so um, so like this is the, the the guest list that got padded for you was yeah. 26 yeah exactly <laughs> that's like extremely padded I you guys it. this wedding got totally out of control there 26, 26 people. people we wanted um, there to be two witnesses honestly this was <laughs> it was great it, it was so fantastic and i really actually have to thank my dad if he ever hears this, I don't know if he'll ever will, but, but I will publicly thank my father for making sure that he always knows better than I what to do, apparently. But <laughs> that's what parents do. Right. Parents going to parent. We have an episode um, on that. <laughs> <laughs> so Greg asked me to marry him and I said yes. And, and we were like, let's get married this weekend. You can get married. You know, I don't know how long it takes to get a marriage license in Missouri. Yeah. It's like pretty quick. I think so it's the same day. Yeah. Walk in and so get it, walk we out. were like, we're going to go to the courthouse this weekend and just get married. Because like Greg was saying, we were really more interested in being married than getting having a wedding um so i called my mom and she didn't answer the phone so i didn't leave her a message because i thought this is too big to leave a message so um then i called my dad and he did answer the phone and i said hey guess what greg and i are gonna get married this weekend uh -huh. and my parents live in minneapolis so they knew that when i said that th that, that they i meant without them right <laughs> um, and so my dad said i really think your mother would want to be there have you talked to her yet uh-huh <laughs> Yeah. And I thought, you know, it, looking back, I'm like, I know that he probably he's wanted to say he's, he's I wanted to be there, yeah. too. But he's using mom. as. But the, he's yeah. using my. So. So <laughs> that's all he had to say. And I was like, you know what? I actually think that it would be better if they were there. And if uh, I have a brother and Greg has a sister. And so we were like, I feel yeah. like at least we want our parents and our siblings there. Um, and so so we kind of coordinated. And that's how we ended up with this Thursday date. It was literally the first, I mean, Greg's sister lives in New York City. So like 30 days later on this Thursday night after this engagement, 30 days later, that was that. the okay, wedding. So you had a 30 day engagement. 30 day Fantastic. engagement. And so, um, so a really extended engagement c compared to the three day engagement we were planning. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but then since we had this date and it was going to be a Thursday night, we we're like, okay, well, we're going to 
have it at our house and we you know why don't we have a few other people over and we actually painted our apartment in anticipation and so you know we were like we would make our apartment (laughs) look nice so so. so you did more house prep projects rather than decorating projects (laughs) we did yes make sure the bathroom was nice and updated absolutely yeah yeah, i love it (laughs) uh what color did you paint your apartment (laughs) you know it was it was white and it's a rental Uh and so we did keep it white but we actually painted an accent wall like a royal blue nice um and we didn't get our security deposit back because we painted the wall (laughs) worth it it was totally worth worth it it. oh my gosh it was totally worth it yeah okay we made the apartment look so much nicer than it did before. It was crazy. I can't believe that they didn't give us our security deposit Aww. back, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, guys. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. your story. Is there anything else that you have to say or anything else? Any other thoughts before we move on to um, our uh, next segment? I think, it, you know, for us, a big part of why we went small was it was we wanted to really have control over the day so that we could make sure it was a special day for us and for the people that were there for us and yeah, yeah in, in a funny way uh 26 people was a lot bigger than we thought uh-huh. um, but we still uh got to have that day be pretty much exactly what we wanted and it wasn't uh you know it, it didn't spiral out of control it yeah, was still that's, fantastic that's great and i would just say too to one last thing is that you know obviously people aren't going to say nasty things about going to your wedding but basically everyone who came was like that was one of the most fun Mm -hmm. coolest best weddings we've been to we could just we had a great time it was just a great party we could tell that you guys were having a great time and so we got so much good feedback about just the guests having a really fabulous time and feeling like they had and I mean, I don't want to say we were an inspiration, but subsequently we had several friends who had very non-traditional, yeah. intimate weddings who, who specifically said, you know, after we heard what you did, we thought maybe we can do what we want to do too. Yeah. You know, absolutely. without feeling like we can't, we have to do it a particular way. Right. So. Well, you know, it's funny on the podcast we've done a couple times now, I think we have a segment we call, and then just get married at it. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we, where we literally like paint the picture of like, just like a fun thing you like to do, like go out to a happy hour at a great, you know, your favorite little cocktail bar and let the people know ahead of time. You're going to have about 20, 30 people there and, and then invite everybody down and, you know, have everybody buy their own drinks. Maybe you buy one round for everyone if you feel fancy you know and then and then in the middle you know, clink a glass and say we're gonna get married now and then just get married at it like I love that. I mean right so it's kind of like you guys had it and then just get married at a wedding where basically what you had was a house cocktail party and you just got married at it so yeah we love it that's awesome well thank you so much for coming and sharing your wedding day experience with us and I hope that the folks out there listening are inspired to consider like how how liberating it would be just to get just get married at it <laughs> like a house party so um so now I'm going to turn it over a little bit to Amy who has brought with her a list of famous folks who have followed much like you guys that that idea of small Small, smaller can be better. So she's going to share with us yeah. some folks that y- we may know about, which I think will be so fascinating. I can't wait to hear. Yay. Yeah, actually. Hear. So, okay. So this list is um, actually a part of a much longer list. They, I think it was like 23. It's from Insider Magazine, uh, and it was released May 2nd of this year. So it's current. And I, as far as I can tell, all of the couples on here are married, except for a couple that are either deceased or sort of famously divorced kind of thing where <laughs> famously if divorced. that makes sense. But, um, anyway, uh, 
this is in no particular order, and I think I've chosen people that we most of us are going to know, you know. Um, and these range from literally the two of them, courthouse style kind of situation, to more like what you're talking about, where it's like Couple 20 dozen. people, 30 people at their house, you know. And um, one of the things, I don't know if I want to, you know, give you my big take now or after, but um, it's what I started seeing as the trend, and it's about ten people that I've chosen, ten uh -huh. couples. They just didn't want to be in the. They don't want to be in the spotlight. You know, right. I mean, they live that life every day. Yeah, I mean, they're sick of it, and they don't. You know, they don't need a bunch of publicity, and not to mention, you know, like so, like you said, so much of their life is spent, you know, being sort of, I don't know, picked apart or like it's a literally a performance, right? Um, that you know it. I don't, I don't think that they really wanted to have that kind of intrusion in, in their right. personal lives, you know, for once. Right. So anyway, okay. So, the, you know, total bubblegum, you know, Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber got married at the courthouse. Oh yeah. I mean, and there are a couple of things in here. Okay, I'm feeling um, really old though. I know who Justin Bieber is. Who's you know, Haley Baldwin? Is she oh, yeah. is a model? Okay. Yeah. I mean, but, um, so did they just get married? They got married last uh, July. Okay, it's like uh, well, actually, I think it was this year. They they got back together. They got back together last uh, last July, and you know, I think he was like, I really didn't realize how much I missed her, and I uh -huh. wanted to get married to her. And I think they got it, it's pretty recent. Okay, but um, anyway, so that's 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 like just. I mean, I love that where it's like, yeah, <coughs> these people who have the amount of money that they could right. literally do anything, anything they wanted, in the world. and they're just like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Cardi B and Offset, they uh, I think it was a secret marriage. I think they just eloped. Love secret marriage. And uh, they announced it on Twitter like weeks later. You know, like imagine how liberating that would be. Yeah. Oh, oh by gosh. the way, we got married. You know, it's like and you didn't even know. Yeah. Um, see here. What was that? Well, there was one here. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember why you may have to edit this part out because I'm trying to. Um, oh, I know why I put this in here. Okay, this is a cool one. Mary Kate Olsen and uh -huh. this guy who I don't know is this older dude, Olivier right. Sarkozy. They have like they have like she has like some super weird. Well, like Mary Kate and Olsen are super weird anyway. Well, right, like, whatever. Like I am not. This is my this guy no, is like so much older than yeah. her. And it, yeah, and, and this so is in no way. Uh, you know, I'm not supporting. No, or this is not at all judgment. It's just kind of like these yeah. guys are so fun, funny and, and and weird. I love it. So, but what I did like about this, okay, so only 50 guests attended. Uh, but they had a social media free reception, and mm -hmm. um, I've I've seen that a lot, and mm -hmm. I think that is I mean that's a I feel like we should have, do a whole episode on that. Yes, that, that bullshit. And I have said before that if somebody posted a picture of me getting fucking married before at I my did, wedding yeah. before I did, I think I would find that to be real. And that's what I said when I had mm -hmm. a baby. I'm like, do not you do not post a picture of my baby before I get to you right. know it's like. Something about that is it's just like this is my baby, damn it! This is yes. my wedding, and I think there's also something about again when you're very famous, having a bunch of people taking pictures, and it's you know it's it's one thing to post it just because oh I I got there first, but I got there first, and look who I got to see get married, right? Right. It's just really gross. It's just, yeah, it's just like leveraging your celebrityhood, I guess. Yeah. It's like a, look how cool I am. So yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and then um, you know uh. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, <coughs> excuse me, um, they also got married, um, like, uh, at a ranch, um, uh -huh. over 4th of July weekend with their family oh, and friends, fun. really, really super small, again, 
I have a couple. I've always have a few couple comments on these, but yes. I think it was kind of cool just because those two have been through a lot together and known each other for a long time, uh-huh. and it sort of feels like because they were on that '70s show together. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, of course, he was with Demi for a long time, yes. and then he got back together with her, and I got that feeling that those two were probably very close friends. Yes. And um, you know, in addition to you know wanting to be married, so I think that those kinds of moments make a lot of sense. To like, we just want to get away, you yeah. know, like they, it's just about the two of them, you yes. know. Okay, here's my one of my favorites. Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. Yes. I love them both so much. Their wedding cost $142. Love it. Including the gas to drive to the Beverly Hills Courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. probably just wore like a dress and suit that they had in their closet already. Yeah, she said... I was going to say, their dresses and suits are nicer than our dresses and suits. Though, right. right? Like they, have, she, they already have like really fancy stuff. <laughs> She's their closet's already full of couture. But totally. Yeah. But I think she was also saying that I'm not we're totally sure what the date was. It was in the fall. <laughs> I think it was a Tuesday. They don't, rem- they don't remember their date? They can't remember. They think my they were just like woke up one morning and were like, you know what? I think we should get married today. I legitimately forget our wedding anniversary <laughs> all the time. And we got married and I we the date was a date that I thought that it would be easy to remember because it's eight sixteen, and I was like, "It's in August. It'll be eight sixteen. That'll be easy." I forget it all the time, all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I mean, I think it's I think it's kind of argument sweet. for framing your um, framing and displaying your license. Right. Saying. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, and so I'm going to keep going. Um, Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart. Ah. They got married in a farmhouse. Oh, and this is so. That's this is in 1945. So this is right. You know, kind of a different different era. That would have been right after the war. So people were probably like all about big parties then. But again, celebrities are are also yeah huge huge Huge. stars at the time. Mm -hmm. He was drinking a martini during the vow exchange. Fucking love it. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick. Yeah, 1997 uh, kept everything secret. Even surprise wedding. Oh my god! They gosh, didn't even tell their wet, uh, their witnesses. Uh, so the story says um, there were uh, there were hundred guests, but they were under the impression they were attending a party before watching the couple get married in a New York City uh, synagogue. Yeah, pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Mia Farrow and Frank Sinatra. Which, by the way, really, I don't think I realized that they were ever married. Did okay. you know? I that? didn't even know that Frank Sinatra was ever married. <coughs> yeah. Well, uh, oh, Nancy Sinatra, right? Isn't that his wife or daughter? That's his daughter. Okay, so we knew Gross. he had a daughter. <laughs> I know. I, I just knew that there was a Nancy Sinatra. But, but she, Mary Farrow was 21 and Frank was 51. Oh. They were only married spring, for a couple years, though. So or May, December. That was the only couple that, that did not stay married, but they did stay friends and close to the rest of their uh-huh. lives. But, um, yeah, uh, very short, sweet wedding, um, and then I, one of my favorites. And I mean, I don't, I, I don't particularly love these people more than anybody else, but I, I think what they did was really cool. Jay Z and Beyonce yes, had their wedding on the roof of their uh, apartment with forty people. I and think I read somewhere that theirs was a total secret. Like and pe- like it, like Jay Z denied it. People kept asking mm-hmm. you guys married. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Like yeah, he, like he still played dumb. Like they've been married mm-hmm. for like a year or two, and he still c- continued to play dumb. Like, yeah, people yeah. didn't know if they yeah. were actually married or not. He just was like so not having it. Yeah, and I mean, there's a th- this little thing that I found um, was really cute. It had a couple of videos that I guess somebody must have taken from the wedding. It was like a friend. Uh-huh. It was just the two of them, and it's so cute to see them like Aww. this. <laughs> I gotta let you see this. I mean, he looks. Oh my god! <laughs> he looks so young, and he his little does. hair. Well, they both do, but it's just. 
this yes. is like the whole the hilarious thing about this particular picture, mm-hmm. which is a clip from the video, is that it looks like they any could, any couple. freaking couple. They really they look like, like any I, couple. Yeah, and and it's like, mm-hmm. and it, and the background. I mean, it looks like they had that, decorated a little bit, but there's like some that drapery. some drapery and <laughs> some Christmas lights, and it it looks like. And looks like yeah. the pastor that maybe is at their church. Yeah. Guy, you know, yeah. <laughs> little old black guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, adorable. So anyway, I, I loved uh, looking into this though. Yeah. There were a lot of really cool stories. It's really fun to see how like popular culture has, you know, in- entertained the entertainers have entertained, <laughs> you know, small understated weddings and, and to kind of, you know, and I always think that that's a fun thing. Cause you know, we always look at to the celebrities as sort of like, and if they do it, then maybe I can too. You know, like they're sort of role humans, models. just like us. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, we everybody, you know, somebody sports a new hairstyle, then everybody's gonna have that hairstyle. Right. Or, you know, so so we get our cues a lot of times from from the famous folk, and so to see that the famous folk are like not all about that big stupid wedding. It's like why why are there still so many people that you know can you know insist on thinking that that's you know mm-hmm. that that's what the celebs do or that that's what the cool people do it's actually not necessarily so there's plenty right. of yeah well yeah i mean there's there, who don't there are certainly don't people who probably want to flaunt every single penny they have yeah but it seems like i mean of the people that i listed i mean these are Jay-Z these are beyonce alone are like well i mean and i'm just i mean come on well and that and but i mean uh, the people that chose these type of weddings i mean chris and bell and dax shepherd yeah love them of course yes. they chose to do something that wasn't ostentatious yeah. i mean uh, yeah. they're all great so of course matthew broderick i mean yeah. i, I love i yeah. love that uh no who wants to be on show on uh on display for that stuff i don't know right i, 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 I still love yeah your analogy about the birthing room i think that's right on right, right there <laughs> <laughs> i think that's yes. it awesome someday maybe you will are you gonna have kids someday maybe who knows? Well, you'll see what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> I always tell I always tell Mel like you know, and I think the door is the the window is <laughs> rapidly closing now that I've crossed over forty. But I always say I reserve the the right to change my mind, you know. Yeah. Like, but I've never wanted kids, and I've, and there's a saying in my family: what Katie wants, Katie gets. So yeah. <laughs> if, if I like, we would have children if I actually really fucking wanted them. Like, but I clearly don't because we don't have them. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I know what it's like to go after shit, and that's something I just have never gone after. So, yeah. so far, not there, but, you know, you never know. I still might change my mind. I know. I did, I changed my mind when I was 39. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. never wanted a kid. Ever, ever, ever. And I was like, you know what? Interesting. <laughs> Look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's literally how it was. Like, hilarious. oh, shoot. When that, yes. when you put it that way. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to yes. be 40. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome, though. Anyway. What a cool, what a cool episode. Yeah, and so thank, fun to talk to you guys yeah, about this. Thanks this is again. Really, really thank you again for yeah. coming. Thank you so much. Oh, and I mean, us. just like, I love that the whole point is just like, do the thing that is the right thing for you to do. And it could be something you have never even seen before, you know, so it doesn't have to be what you have seen before. Yeah. I love that. That's exactly right. So, thank you, Greg. Absolutely. And your oh, debonair hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my beach bum hairdo. Be, I love it so much. <laughs> We're totally gonna put a picture of you two on uh, on our Twitter so that people can see this hair <laughs> that we keep talking about. <laughs> 
Oh yes, and we'll have, and we will show. We also have, and we haven't even looked at this on. We we thought we might look at it even while recording, but we never got to it. But they brought their photo album, so we might take a couple snapshots and share that too, so folks can get a get a visual to go along with there, and then just get married at a house party wedding that they had. So, um, but either way, thank you again, you guys, and thank you all out there for listening um, for, to ID Rescue today. And we will see you again next time. Bye.